Hola y bienvenido a Fine Wine. Hoy es Día de los Muertos y para eso tengo un capítulo especial. Soy la calavera de azúcar que olvidaste y que está siendo arrasada por las hormigas. Y hoy hablaré sobre una película llamada Mesa of Lost Women. Now, I'll stop speaking in Spanish, but um, if you didn't catch or understand what I was saying earlier, I was just saying hello and welcome to Fine Wine. Um, today is Day of the Dead, and for that I have um, an extra special episode um, for this. And the reason I chose this film, Mesa of Lost Women, is because it takes place um, partly in Mexico and then also in like the um in the Camino Real. So, I thought it was very fitting for Day of the Dead special, you know. Let's get it. Day of the Dead. Um now, as you know, Day of the Dead, time to honor your um passed away people that have been precious to you and passed away. Um, so if you have not taken the time to honor your dead, be sure to do that because it is good to be thankful for the people that have been around you and stuff and that have been able to help you get to where you are. So anyway, enough of the sappy stuff. Um, um, Mesa of Lost Women is a 1953, um, sci-fi film. Now... This film is, like, low-budget, low-everything, low-effort. Um, it came out... Yeah, it came out in 1953, and it stars Jackie Coogan, Richard Travis, Alan Nixon, Lyle Talbot, Mary Hill, and Tandra Quinn, and Samuel Wu. Um, now, this film, only 70 minutes long, so you know I love a good short movie. Well... I say good, but not good because it's good, but good because it's short. Um, so, love a short movie. <laughs> um, and this one, I saw, like, what did I see of this film? I saw um, the promotional, like, posters that they had for it, and I was like, this looks bad. Because on the promotional photos for it, they had... Um, Miss Tandra Quinn, the the lady that's, like, all over the promotional material, she is doing, like, a weird pose, making her look very animalistic. And the slogan for this film is, They were all a man desired. Beautiful, kissable, lovable, but deadlier than a black widow spider. Um, so, you know, this this looks like it's right up my alley, like... Um, yeah, right up my trash alley, so, perfect. Um, so, the first thing that we see in this film is, like, a little sort of skit that's unrelated to the actual plot of the film. Well, I guess it is sort of relevant to it, but it doesn't have, like, any characters that are actually... Um, in the film, in this little, like, skit, like, no important players. Um, and it starts off with, um, 
some women hand woman hands um caressing um well not woman hands like they are modified woman hands <laughs> ooh that sounds bad but they are like claws she, not like long nail type of claws but like actual like claws as in there's like a guy trying to kill me type of claws um and it's this these like claws are caressing this dude um and then we get a reveal of our i guess main main villain not really main villain because it's sort of like a Frankenstein type of thing. Like Frankenstein and then Frankenstein's monster. This lady, Miss Tarantella, she is like the Frankenstein monster of the film. Um, so we get a shot of her face. And then she ends up kissing the guy that she was caressing with her feminine clawed hands. Um, and she ends up sucking the life out of him and he collapses now after that happens our narrator goes have you ever been kissed by a girl like this um camp methinks very much camp so far but now we get to the actual story of um the film also the guy that did get deaded like by the kiss he's like i wrote that he is hot in a non-intimidating way i know he'd treat me right but honestly do you want to live for the safe security that that dude in the opening scene would provide you or would you want the danger of being with a femme fatale like tarantella um i don't know security 100 <laughs> percent. Um, but anyways back to the real story of lost of the mesa of lost women um we're in we're in the desert now the desert that we're in is like the muerto desert um so we're in this desert and oh, oh yeah by the way that's death desert <laughs> um so we're in the desert and our narrator is like saying oh my god humans suck they're so puny and weak blah 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 but somehow they are owning earth what even though insects are like so much better than humans what um so this narrator obviously not very um not very fond of the human race um so and it sets up like a bit of um hmm who is this narrator what's his association because this is the same narrator that was like narrating that did the narration over the opening scene with the death with the kiss of death um but then we get to after our narration going through the desert we get introduced to our main characters um grant phillips and doreen culbertson now these two are also in the desert but they are like running away from something and they're found by a dude named frank and pepe um, now, Frank and Pepe, they are, like, going around looking for oil, but they run across Grant and Doreen. Now, Mr. Grant and Miss Doreen, they are sort of, like, almost dead. They're, like, sunburnt, sun... 
what do you call it? Sunstroke. They're sunburnt, sunstroke, dehydrated. They are raisining. Like, get these poor souls some um, Pedialyte and sunscreen. So these two are taken back to, um, like, a field hospital. Um, somewhere not, like, specific in Mexico. And this field camp is, like, the it's like a field camp that is a searching for oil in Mexico. So they're taken there and then Mr. Grant Phillips, he's like, oh my God, dude, I have to tell you about my story. Um, so his story, he, we get a flashback scene. We get taken back in time, ma'am. Um, so we are now taken to a year prior um, in a place called Zarpa Mesa. Um, And some dude named Mr. Leland, Mr. Leland Masterson, well, I guess Dr. Leland Masterson because he is a scientist of some fame. Um, So Leland, he accepts, like, an invite from another scientist, um that is working down in Mexico named um, Dr. Aranya. Um, now this is Aranya, A-R-A-N-Y-A, not A-R-A-N with a little squiggly A. So they sound similar, but they're not the same. But did they name this guy Dr. Aranya because he has something to do with um, like spider stuff? Probably not, right? So, anyways, um, Mr. Aranya, he's, like, supposedly, he's a self-proclaimed genius, um, and has reportedly, like, been writing, um, scientific treatises that are, like, famed among the scientific community. So, Mr. Leland, he's like, oh my god, I can't wait to meet Aranya. Um, and he finds, like, Aranya's writings to actually be, like, really interesting. So he, like, sort of looks up to him. Um, because, like, obviously he's writing stuff that's, like, cool to him. But Aranya, he's, like, writing stuff about, um, like, GMOs, but for humans. Not, like, GMOs for, like, corn and stuff, but, like, GMOs to make humans, like, not just human. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds so dumb. My brain's sort of melting because I've read so much, like, dog turd recently. Read so much crap. Anyways, Aranya is like, yeah, this isn't just theoretical. Um, and he's actually been, like, doing experiments on humans. Um, and he ended up, like, creating women that have been like, genetically modified with tarantulas. Um, by the way, tarantulas are not real spiders. Um, just a fun fact for you. They're not true spiders. Um, but also, Aranya has also made, um, human-sized spiders, like, well, human-sized tarantulas. Um, and he's the one who created Miss Tarantella, the one that we saw in the opening, opening, scene? Yeah, opening scene. Now, Miss Tarantella, she is able to regrow her limbs after them being cut off, so she's, like, mm, superwoman almost, and, like, 
um, Mr. Arani, he's like, oh yeah, Miss Tarantella, she's gonna live for like years. That makes it sound like she's gonna live like for five years. No, she's gonna like live for centuries is what his um, hypothesis is. Um, But besides women and just giant spiders, he's also been experimenting on men. Like, go on, bisexual king, (laughs) question mark. Um, But he's been also experimenting on men, but his experiments on men have accidentally turned them into dwarfs. (sighs) No idea how that happens, but apparently when he tries to transplant, like, the spider genetics into men and not women, turns the men short, but it makes the women, like, um, superhuman? Okay. So anyways, Mr. Leland, he's like, bro, that's like nasty. That's like so dangerous. Why are you doing this? So Masterson's like, bro, you're not cool anymore. Bye. Um, but Mr. Aranya, he's like, oh my god, how dare you say that my experimenting on humans is inhumane? So he ends up doing a needle poke on him and making Mr. Masterson now a dumb bitch. Um, so the next, we get to, um, a little news cutlet, a news cutlet, (laughs) a news story, and it's like, Masterson found, genius scientist found wandering desert, um, and he has been admitted into a psychiatric hospital, um, and then after that he, Mr. Masterson, somehow even though he's bimbified, He went through his bimbification, got his smart card taken away. He somehow still escapes the Muerto State Asylum. And he shows up um, somewhere on the U.S.-Mexico border. Um, But also, at this border, there's like a little... What do you call them? Little tavern? A little little pub? Um, And there, um, we see Miss Tarantella... So, Miss Tarantella, she's there doing whatever, but we also have a dude named Jan Van Croft and his fiance, who turns out to be Doreen Colbertson. Um, so, Miss Doreen and Jan, they are heading over to Mexico for their wedding, but their um, privately chartered airplane ended up, like, conking out and getting them stranded um, in, um, not in Mexico yet, um, they're in, still in the U.S., but they're stranded on the border, like, could you not have, like, been able to find, like, a better place, um, that's not, like, a tiny, puny border town, because if you're able to get, like, a private jet in the 50s, you must be, like, a bajillionaire, but, um, Jan Van Croft, he's all, he also has a servant there named Wu, um, very creative Asian name there. Um, doesn't even have a last name, just Wu, W-U. Um, but I guess it's because the actor's name is Samuel Wu, and it's also spelled that way, but still, can't you give your characters names that aren't just the actors' names? Come on, very lazy. But Mr. Wu, he looks at Miss Tarantella, and they, like, make eye contact. You, they have, like, a whole conversation without exchanging words, um, and this serves as a little foreshadowing, him, Mr. Wu, and Miss Tarantella making eye contact. 
Um, but Miss, not Miss, Mr. Masterson, he turns up at this little pub, but at the same time, a dude named George shows up and he is Mr. Masterson, Leland Masterson's nurse from the asylum. So he shows up at this bar pub tavern and while he shows up, Miss Tarantella, she's doing like a little belly dance performance, dance, sexy, um, very fun. Like you go Miss Tarantella, she's working it. She is getting down and dirty on the floor. This, this was the best part of the film, Miss Tarantella doing her dance. Um, because also, as soon as Mr. Leland Masterson recognizes Miss Tarantella, he takes out a gun and shoots her. What? And then he also takes Jan, Doreen, and George um, and makes them his hostages. And then Miss Tarantella, she's just on the ground. She's like bleeding out. She is not moving. No signs of life from her. Um, but we have now Mr. Masterson taking these three people hostage and making them take the plane. Um, now the pilot that is like the pilot that had to take the plane down because he was like, oh god, the engine's not good. He's like, bro, only one age engine is working at the moment. But um, Mr. Masterson, he is like, nah, dude, we are going. I don't care. So they take off with only one working engine with one, two, three, four, five, six people on the board, on the board, on the plane. Um, and we get cut back to the pub and Miss Tarantella, the police show up because they were, they got a phone call that there was a guy with a gun and hostages there, but they also heard there was a dead lady on the ground. But when they show up, Miss Tarantella, her body is gone. She got out. So now we're on the plane, but Mr. Grant um, he was also taken hostage by um, Mr. Masterson. He is like, oh my god, something's wrong with the gyro compass on this plane, dude. Um, so, you know, somebody sabotaged it. And when somebody brings it up, Mr. Wu, he like, isn't that shocked about it. And he sort of like, is like, oh, that's weird. That's suspicious. Oh, well wonder who did that but the plane ends up ends up crashing on the zarpa mesa um but who's waiting there it's aranya and his spider women uh oh um so mr grant and doreen even though doreen is engaged to jan and she's literally heading to her wedding she and Grant end up making out while the rest of the group is, like, searching off. Um, but I'm pretty sure there are some deaths at this point. Um, yeah. Like, because they're exploring and there are spider women in the bushes waiting to get them got. Um, but it's also revealed that Wu this whole time has been working for Aranya. Um, like, uh-oh, why would he do that? But it's also really funny because we like, barely speaks this whole film and also, like, it's just so random that he's there. Like, what? <laughs> why does this 
rich Dutch guy have like a servant, the Chinese servant, that, and then he's also going to get married in Mexico. Like, ma'am, I get globalism, but make it make it make sense. Like, he's not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But um, George Wu, not George and Wu. Oh yeah, George Wu and Jan. They all get got. They all get killed by the spider ladies. So poor Mr. Wu, he like did all this sh- he did all this shit for Mr. Aranya, but he ends up getting killed by him anyways. Um but Jan is dead, so now Doreen is free to kiss Grant all she wants. Um do- does that mean that she cheated on him when she kissed him? Was, because Jan was away then, but he was, like, literally gonna die in five minutes. I still count it as cheating. Doreen, you suck. Um, but anyways, Jan's dead now, so I guess she's freed from her engagement. But next we get, um, the capture of Grant, Doreen, and, um, Leland. Um, and they're captured by... Mr. Aranya. But at this point, Mr. Grant, he's like, hmm, wait a minute. Aranya? Aranya? By the way, when I said Aranya, Aranya, I said one. R-A-A-A-R-A-N-Y-A and the other one A-R-A-N with a squiggly A. So Mr. Grant, he's like, wait a minute. Aranya means spider. And spider is Aranya in Spanish. What? Um, so, Mr. Aranya, at this point, he kidnapped Mr. Masterson again, um, hoping that he would be able to sway him to his side. So he gives him a little bit of a another little poke of, like, a needle to hopefully cure him of his... to undo his bibbification, undo his dumb bitchness. Um... Get that dumb bitch juice out of him. Make him regurgitate it. And it ends up making him smart again. But Mr. Masterson, he's like, nah, dude, I'm not going to join you. You're crazy. So he ends up um, attacking Aranya with, um, like, explosives and shit. And he ends up sewer sliding to let Doreen and Grant get away. Um, so... Mr. Masterson, he ends up killing all of the spider ladies, all of the big spiders, all of the failed dwarf men that have been injected with spiders and therefore turned into dwarfs, and Aranya and himself. Um, So Doreen and Grant are able to escape, and they are still... Then we end the flashback, and we're still in the field hospital. So Mr. Grant, he's like telling all these people this story with all of his heart. And then Mr. Pepe... Mr. Pepe is the only one to believe him out of everybody listening to the story. Like, uh-oh, that's so tragic. Nobody believes you. But also, you don't have any evidence aside from your sunburns and dehydration. So, I mean, it. I would also assume that it was, like, sunstroke. Like, why he is experiencing these weird outlandish stories. But Pepe believes him, so at least he has one fan, one believer. Um, but after... Um, Grant is, like, bad at convincing everybody. We get one final shot of one of the spider women coming out of the mesa 
unscathed. Well, not unscathed. She's like a little bit, a little bit brushed up, but alive. She comes out alive. Uh-oh. Dun-dun-dun. The end. That's the end of the film. Now, Mr. Aranya, apparently he's like, oh yeah, by the way, tarantulas have telepathic abilities. So the reason why none of the tarantula ladies had any lines, like Tarantella, she didn't have any lines, was because apparently she was able to communicate telepathically. So apparently spiders can communicate telepathically. I don't know. I don't think that's a real thing. I think Mr. Aranya's a bit wrong about that. Um, like, okay, like, again, the best, best part of the film was Tarantella's dance in the pub. Um, like, that was great. It's also really funny because the little, the private jet that they were taking was like a tiny prop jet. Like, that's not going to get you anywhere. Um, and also, after they crash landed their plane, um... Mr. Wu, he had like one, he had like two lines and they were like right before he died and they ended up making him a poetic guy. Like, come on. Like, come on. Why are you making the um, one, one not white cast member say like some prophetic, profound, poetic, um, ancient poetry? Like, I think that's a bit tired. At least have like Doreen say it or something. Why would this random Chinese guy know it? Especially when he's like, used to work for Aranya in Mexico. Say something like, uh, I, don't, I don't even know, babe. Um, like they really just had Wu spouting proverbs. Come on now. And also throughout the whole film, like they have this one guitar riff going over and over and over again. Like I didn't really notice it at the beginning, but once I like really started like listening to it, I was like, wait a minute, they're literally looping the same bit of audio over and over again. Did they really think nobody would realize this? Um, but yeah, low budget, low, low, low budget. Um, so yeah, that is Mesa of the Lost Women. And that's also the Dia de los Muertos special episode. Um, and I think this will conclude my little special streak that I've been having since last Monday. Um, having my four special Halloween episodes in this Dia de los Muertos special episode. Um, and yeah, that also concludes it for this episode. So please allow me to whine to you next time. <laughs>